Hi everyone. On today's episode, we are talking about New Year's resolutions and how to set them in a way that builds your confidence by giving you small wins along the way. We recorded this before Christmas and I thought about releasing it before New Year's, but I also know that during the holidays, no one's really listening to podcasts. Everyone's out of their normal routines, but this first week of the year, we are usually really motivated to make a change. And so if you've already set your resolutions or your goals for the year, maybe take another look at them and see if you need to adjust them to really set yourself up for success this year. Could you break them down into some smaller, more achievable goals? Are they really resolutions that you want or did they just seem like a good idea at the time? And if you haven't set any resolutions or you don't like the idea of resolutions, then maybe setting an intention for the year or a word of the year feels more your style. And that's something you can think about doing so that you can start working towards a 1% improvement every day in whatever area of your life you want to improve upon. As always, I hope that you get a ton of value from today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Vicky. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Two Moms and a Mic. A weekly podcast where we chat about our experience as relatively new parents trying to make it in this busy modern world. We talk about the struggles and joys that come with parenting, and we also focus on the impact this can have on our mind and body. As moms, we all want the same things, right? We want to be happy, to be healthy, and to raise our kids to be the same way. So the goal of this podcast is to bring you helpful tips and information to make this happen. So join us in the quest to improve your overall health and happiness levels just a little bit each day, whilst juggling being a mom, of course. We're all fumbling through this together. Let's do it. What are your thoughts on New Year's resolutions? Are you someone who sets them every year? I religiously set them every year. And the older I get, the more realistic the goals have become and the more likely I have been to kind of to completing them. The one, the one New Year's resolution I have completed was giving up crisps for a year. That was a long time ago with my fr- our friend Catherine Eddy. We gave up crisps for a year. I still don't believe that she did it, but I certainly did it in 2012. <laughs> and then the other one that I am almost successful at, we've got a couple more days to go, is Gordon and I decided to give up alcohol when we're not socializing. So I was kind of getting into, into a habit of when I would get into the bath after I put the boys down, Gordon would bring me up a delicious G&T and I'd only have one and, and that would be it. But I just thought like having that one G&T every night or every second night was going to have, even though it's, it's not, it wasn't a dangerous habit to be in, I was very much in control of it. It was impacting my sleep. And I just thought if I cut that out and, and had a non-alcoholic drink instead, I probably would get better sleep. So we decided to cut alcohol out in the home when we weren't socializing. 
So for for the first bit of January, when we when we started out and we'd just come fresh out of like a very boozy Christmas, we were having a lot of guests around to come and visit, and so, so we as to be able to have our little drink every now and then. But as the year kind of went on, it became easier and easier to just not drink during the week. And we, as part of the rule, we were allowed to have a drink on the weekend together at home if we wanted to, but we actually often didn't land up doing that. So it's, it, it was a really resolution for, for both of us mm-hmm. and not one that I regret. And it was also really manageable because I think with the previous goals that I've set before where I say, okay, I'm going to run three half marathons before June, or I'm going to start cold water swimming every single week for the rest of the year or something. It's just not really attainable. And I, I obviously, and the one I set last year as well was I have to do yoga every single day, even if it's just one pose, one, mm. one posture. And I, I didn't, I couldn't stick to that. I managed it up until March and then one night I just fell asleep without doing it. And that was the end of that. And I just never carried on. Mm. So I suppose if the goals are attainable, I think go for it. If you're going to, I don't think it's a good place to be setting these massive life altering, um, massively habit changing goals because it's just so hard to stick to them. And there's so much pressure to stick to them, especially if you bang on about it to everyone and tell everyone there's more chance you're going to fail. Well, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard things, you know, they, they say in studies, when you, when you tell people, when you make a public about your goal, you are more likely to achieve it because it's like you're being held accountable because before it was just yourself, but now it's like, oh, I've told everyone I'm going to whatever, you know, do yoga every day. Not that anyone would care, but you know what I mean? Like there's something in that, but I don't know where I stand with that. I used to be kind of a resolution sort, a kind of a setter, but never, I've never been big into it. And then last year I tried something different, which I tried instead of setting resolutions, I just decided I was going to have a word that I was going to focus on for that year. So this year my word was consistency and it had to do not only with my business, but with the way I parent, going to the gym, everything just in my life, like that I wasn't going to start and stop a bunch of things. I was going to follow through on things That's and brilliant. I found that, that that worked really well for me and I haven't always remembered it but it's it's been there kind of in the background you'd say so how did yeah how really did you apply it were you just whenever you were thinking about maybe giving up on something would you kind of meditate the word consistency to yourself or just give yourself a little pep talk or how did you kind of apply it to your life well I really, I started with one thing and I started with, with gym because I had been going to the gym quite a lot, but never on a consistent basis. Mm. And so I just said it didn't consistency to me meant going at least three times a week. It didn't mean going every day. It wasn't that it was just showing up. And so I just made that my focus, but then it kind of just came into, um, everyday life so I like to read a lot and I like to read before bed and so it just became this thing if I if I spent at least 10 minutes reading every night when I went to bed on nights where I could read I mean sometimes you can't you just shattered and whatever but when I went to bed and Mm -hmm. I was thinking am I going to read am I not it would just pop into my mind a little bit right you know you said you were going to be consistent and so it wasn't perfect it wasn't perfect at all but that's a little bit what I wanted to talk about on this episode, because 
so many people will now they're thinking of okay they're big big goals and like you said people will set these massive life-altering resolutions right and then do you know jones that they've done studies that of the people who set new year's resolutions 91 percent of them don't follow through 91 percent and of those 43%, I think it is, I've got it written down. Yeah, 43% quit by the end of January. Crikey. Like that's, what quitters? That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. What a bunch of but quitters. We're a that... bunch of failures. No wonder the world's a fuck show. <laughs> but I think that you, you put it really well there when you said people are setting these life-altering resolutions oh and also with those statistics here's another nice one for you 67 percent of gym memberships go unused every year damn that's a lot of that money. is a lot it kind of makes me want to get into the gym business and be great yeah. at marketing <laughs> if you talk about that after this podcast if the podcast doesn't work we go out and go into a gym business together just an empty gym with yeah. a bunch of ghost some members heavy marketing in december and we sorted. But but that makes me think, right? This this whole thing about setting resolutions, often people will set these massive goals for themselves that are great. It's nice to have something up there to think about achieving. But where you sure. go wrong is just setting that big goal. What you gotta do is set these little goals along the way. So mm. let's take um some some more realistic goals. So let's take gymming. Okay, going to the gym, if we say to ourselves a New Year's resolution, I'm going to go to the gym three days every, every week for the rest of the year, right? That's quite a big goal to be able to say that. Mm. But you could say for the next month, I'm going to go three times a week or twice a week. And then mm. when you get past the first month, what that does is you you reached a goal so now you've got a lot more confidence mm. in your in your ability to do this you're building some you, you know you're building some self-confidence but it also gives you motivation to carry on and do the next month and your next mini goal yeah, is to sure. do the same or better for february and then the same or better for march so then by the time you reach the end of the year but you you're not focusing on the end of the year you're focusing on the end of the month so it doesn't make it so yeah. unattainable. For sure. For um, sure. And you can, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like, <clears throat> it, it, not instant, but you're, you're in it. It's, it seems like those end of year goals where you, you've set yourself like, I'm going to do three, four marathons this year. It almost seems yeah. so far away that you kind of lose sight of, of the goal as you're going along. Also, that said, I think setting the small little little goals is better than, you know, a lot of us tend to make these vague generalization-y kind of goals. Like, I'm going to eat more healthily. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to run more. I'm going to be kinder or whatever. And it's just so easy to step away from those when it's so vague and you don't have like a concrete end goal in sight. So do you know what a, do you know what a smart goal is? No, they teach us this in the coaching. So it's specific, measurable. I think it's attainable, realistic, 
and time time measured okay i'm i'm saying that wrong but um so time specific whatever but mm. so it is you have these small goals that are built around that it's got to be realistic for you it's got to be specific and it's got to have some sort of time time stamp on it so you know within mm. one month and it is when you say yeah. within a year that is realistic but it's like you just said you're probably going to forget about it because that's, that's yeah you forget about it time. or you become that's overwhelmed you. it's yeah. future use problem <laughs> yeah and you just so keep putting that off yeah but a big a big thing that's been helpful for me here with um with all of this have you have you read that book atomic habits no i haven't Ooh, but i've brilliant. just been i've just been given a book uh, a friend lent me uh, what is it seven habits of a highly effective person or highly something like that yeah, people yeah ironically it's... i have not even read the first page yet because my habits don't allow for me to read at the moment <laughs> so i'm not i haven't i haven't even turned a page atomic habits is you're going to love it and i from there i got this thing of the 1% rule so when mm -hmm. you improve your life by just 1% every day, in a year's time, you will be 37 times better off than when you started. And so many of us, we start the year off with these big intentions, but then we quickly get sidetracked. And then when you get to the end of the year, you're kind of at the same place you were at the beginning of the year. But mm -hmm. if you just focus on just this Just a bit more disappointed in yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you've got less confidence in yourself, in your ability to even yeah. to do it. So you're like, okay, now I'm going to set this resolution again, but I know I'm not going to yeah. follow and through. So let's go big. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I do actually remember you saying in, in, in uh, one of your podcasts or in the hormone program or something, um, people generally you know, feel this like euphoria when you set a goal. Because why is New Year's resolutions, why are they so popular? Why do everyone, why, do, why does everyone get on board with them? And it's because it, it's like this opportunity and the start of this person you you could potentially be and, and you feel euphoric about the changes that you're going to make and you feel really excited about it. And that all lasts like a couple of days maybe. And then it just starts to peter out because you don't see those like instant results. Yeah. I can't, you you mentioned about something the, about this. It is about that. And so we're all about the kind of instant gratification. And it is also that you right now, you're very good at making plans for future you. Mm. But when you get to that moment, you're the you right now. So you still are okay making plans for future you, but you don't want to do it right now. You want the instant <laughs> <Yeah>. gratification. <laughs> so in the now, what we want is instant gratification. And we yeah. want to make all these big plans for the future me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm a great so, list maker and plan maker. I'm so good yeah. at lists. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on your resume. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I yeah. actually, another sort of resolution, it wasn't a New Year's resolution, but it was, I saw something online and it just kind of like hit home with me once was a comment by, oh, I can't even remember who the guy is, but I know he's in shallow hell. It was the the like motivational speaker who who in the movie 
told him that uh, he could only see people for what they wa- were instead of how they looked or whatever. So I, I can't remember who he is, but he's like quite oh, no. an, a big American motivational speaker. He's huge. He's like a giant with dark oh, hair. Tony Robbins. That's the one. I is he, is he in Shallow Hell? Oh my goodness. Yeah, he totally is. Oh no. He puts someone in a headlock and like, and they pass out. I think it might be Jack Black or his little friend with a tail. I can't remember, <laughs> but he's amazing in that. But I saw a, a, a thing, but a little clip on Instagram must have been from years ago, but he just said, just don't negotiate with yourself. That's the one thing Mm. you have to remember. If you want to be successful at anything, if you want to reach your goals, if you just want to move from one baby step to the next, just don't negotiate with yourself. Don't let yourself have that conversation where you go backwards and forwards about why you shouldn't do something. And me as a, as a procrastinator and a list maker that has really hit home with me. And so every time I start going, oh, no, I'm not going to run. I'm a bit unco- I'm a bit tired today. I didn't sleep well or whatever. I go, no, I'm not having this conversation. I don't actually have time for this conversation. I'm just going. And I land up just walking out the door. <laughs> I also sound like a bit of a nutter because sometimes I'm having this conversation out loud. Out loud. But, but I have the conversation and it works. And I get my, it gets my ass out the door or it makes me turn the tap onto cold in the shower and I have a freezing mm. cold shower instead of a boiling hot one. But the no negotiations rule, along with the 1% rule, has been really game-changing for me this previous year. Do you know of Mel Robbins? Do you know who she is? She's also like a motivational Mm-mm. speaker, I guess. And Is it um, Tony, Tony Robbins' this... wife? <laughs> no, not at all, actually. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even think of <laughs> But she's got this thing called the five-second rule. So when your alarm goes off in the morning or when you're in the shower and, you, and you're trying to talk yourself out of turning it to cold or whatever, you, you count to five. And I think you count backwards, five, four, three, two, one. And it breaks the pattern in your mind. So you're about to start negotiating with yourself or whatever, but you just count backwards to one, five, four, three, two, one, and you just get up. And apparently it. it helps with, you know, it, 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 it creates new neural pathways or it stops the bad neural pathways that you don't want to be created. It's like an interruption. I think you might like oh, that. Oh, that's also. a clever little hack. Yeah, apparently. I, I set a okay. resolution to start doing it and then I didn't follow through. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not so much on the resolutions anymore, but just the intentions for how I want the year to mm. go. But I guess maybe I'm also copping out by doing that. Just got to set some. No, I don't think so. I think we also, as we get older, we get to know ourselves and know kind of what what makes us tick and, and also what makes us feel pressured and what makes us feel comfortable. And I think for some people, the pressure of a New Year's resolution actually doesn't doesn't work for them. No. I quite, yeah. Especially if it's I was too quite far happy with- out of your comfort zone. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, definitely, definitely the attain, attainability of the goal needs to be there, right? We can't, yeah. we can't just set some monster. Yeah, because even, even if they're small goals, it's still, that's like building your confidence. Like you are now, because so many people will put these goals and then we'll never, ever reach the goals. Even if you get a lot, if you get somewhere along the way, most goals are never reached, but then that can, like we said, it can hurt your confidence. So if you're just setting these really small goals that are still getting you in the right direction, 
it's building your confidence in be, being able to hit goals. And then that becomes kind of a habit of yours. Also, mm. You, mm. you're actually reaching your goals, you're hitting your goals. And there, there was another thing that helped me with that was also from that book, um, Atomic Habits, was to master the art of showing up. So it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think I told you about this. This is how I started gymming. And I, I signed up for a gym and I just, the idea was just to get to the gym. I didn't even have to gym, but I had to get to the gym three times a week. <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> I would get there, there and stretch. <laughs> it's just building the habit of something new. So changing a habit is actually, it's quite difficult. So don't make it this big thing. Just really take it, take it small, small little steps. And now I feel a little bit strange. I didn't have a gym membership for about a month and a half now over moving, uh, moving homes and that. And I felt very odd because mm. I wasn't doing that again. But now that I've gone back, there hasn't been that much time. It's been easy just to slot back into it because yeah. it's been a habit that I've been building over some years. Um, yeah, that's yeah. an impressive so that's way to do it because as you say, you're just kind of showing up and, 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 and instilling that sort of and building that habit. But it's also important to set these goals that with something that you actually enjoy or think you'll enjoy I remember back in the day I would set these completely unrealistic goals for myself like I'm gonna hike up the Himalayas or something in I don't know like a rhino suit or something and like <laughs> none of these things I actually a wanted to do or b like like wanted to do I just didn't yeah. want to do them but I felt like I needed to set something big and crazy and different to push myself out of my comfort zones and to to turn myself into a better, more like adventurous person or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, you've got to set things that you set these goals that you actually really feel invested in, like that you actually really want and that and, and that you know that you'll find some enjoyment with because otherwise you're just oh, never going to do it. You're never going to get around to doing it. Definitely. It has to be something you enjoy. Yeah, just has to be. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, really, then you're going to end up in that ninety-one percent. <laughs> yeah, mean, that's a that's a big that's a big number. Yeah, I mean, I don't is. know where they got where they got these um, statistics from. Yeah, but it but doesn't they, actually. There was a study it doesn't in like two thousand sixteen, two thousand and something else, but two thousand and fourteen, I think. And so it was actual, you know, surveys that they did. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a shocking statistic, though, right? Okay, so so what are you what are you gonna do now? You're not gonna set resolutions, everyone. <laughs> Just don't disappoint yourself. <laughs> no, you are gonna set resolutions, but you're gonna I'm set joking. little ones. Set little ones. Yes, that that's the takeaway. I knew there was a, a bigger takeaway than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just really set something you said there was a really good point. Set goals for things that you actually want, not things that you think you should want. Mm. or you see someone else setting some goal and some resolution and you think, oh, what a good idea, I'll do the same. If you've yeah. got no interest in it, your chances of pulling pulling it off, following through. Oh, there we go. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I had to dig in the um, nether depths really of my great. mind there. <laughs> I'm going, you know what? Brain. I mean, this is a little, this is very off topic, but kind of on brand for us. I just finished a, a 40 a 40 hour fast because Jeez. I was feeling a little bit all of us have had like little itchy throats you know and mm. I really don't yeah. want to be sick so anytime I start 
with a little bit of something coming down, I head into a fast <laughs> and it, it makes me feel really, really great. But then just before we started recording, I decided to eat. And then that's given me a little bit of a, I was all clear headed before that. Now I'm a little bit foggy up there. Your body, well, your body's probably focusing on trying to teach itself how to digest again after that. I mean, f- intense, 40 hours um, is not that long. <laughs> <laughs> that is so long. One hour Remember, without food is long. The, if you do 72 hours, I read, 72 hours, you completely reset your immune system. Damn. I mean, it's three days. 72 just... hours sounds very long. Three days is not that bad. The, the first no, day look, is now like a little bit. Now, here's an example of an unattainable goal for me. <laughs> 72 hours of not eating is a prime example of something I'm not going to... I'm not going to attain anytime soon. So look, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the little cheeky 12 hours, cheeky 16 hours, but I don't think I'm there yet. You're going to have to be a lot more convincing because that is, that's three days, three days. What would I do with myself? What would I actually do with my time? I don't know. I would pretend Um, to eat. I would like have to sit down at the table and just pretend to eat air or something. What did you do for these 40 hours? When you weren't eating, I got, what happens? I actually get, I get stuff done. I'm, I'm a lot more productive. And, and I actually enjoy cooking while I'm fasting. So I'll, you know, God, make you tormentor. some... I, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> the longest I've ever done is because a Because are you thinking about... You can, you, mm? I was going to say, are you thinking about eating that food later or just like embracing other senses? So you're not embracing your tongue anymore. You're now embracing your sense of smell and you just smell the, the food into I your don't body know. it's a it's a very what? it's a very weird thing but if you when you set your mind to the fast and you're like i'm not gonna eat because i've done it a lot i know how good it feels so mm, it's easy true. for me to do it now because i it really does feel good after you know it's the same with the cold time. water you swimming a little yeah, bit and initially exactly exactly <clears throat> such a such a good one exactly the same thing you know it's going to hurt the more you a little do it, bit the easier it going becomes. in. But then it's just, yeah, the good outweighs the bad. You never regret so it. You it, never regret a fast and you never regret a, a swim. Mm. Yeah, but, but um, I, yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. fascinating because I've actually, I've also got a little tickly throat this morning and I can just feel something on the precipice there. But um, mm. I don't know how I would go about this, this fast. So what? Forty I mean, you hours. Don't, you don't Maybe start. Just you don't. It was. It was only supposed to be thirty-six. But then I just. I wasn't hungry, so I was like, "I'm. I'm okay. I'll just go." Okay. But the. Where was I going to say? I don't. You don't start at thirty-six hours. You know, push to a few eighteen-hour fasts, and and you've got to do it within your cycle. So don't. We can have this conversation another day. There's okay. Times yeah, let's do that because it's I, like terrible to do it. Terrible. And probably and, now. And it hurts. It's probably now. Are you in are you in the luteal phase? I'm like, then yes. I am in the I'm like day twenty eight or something. Yeah. Twenty no, seven. Absolute absolute worst time. Absolute worst time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. So I can yeah. enjoy myself at that Christmas party later. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also not a great idea to do it when you're going to a Christmas party. (laughs) (laughs) So antisocial. No, I don't eat food, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll have a spoonful of this delicious air. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm stuffed. <laughs> you could probably be an influencer with that <laughs> with that content right there. <laughs> Oh god. The air diet. Did I did I send my, you that thing? Of, did I send yeah. you that thing of the 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 wine and egg diet or wine and steak diet? I think it was. Yes. From Vogue magazine. I know I it's mean, fantastic. We could, if if that if that was a diet, we could create our own diet. We if, totally could. I mean yeah. air and okay. Um, yeah, well, well, that's that. I mean, that's it. We're just talking about the New Year's resolutions and what you can do so you're not setting yourself up for failure, really. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think the biggest point is just to set attainable goals and think about what you really want, not what you think you should want. Yeah, and Anything little baby steps. And also, don't get disheartened if you go off track. That's one thing oh, when definitely. when I started your hormone program, like you, you were really good and motivating at at like encouraging people to not just you know if you had a bad weekend or something, not just throw in the towel and and feel like you you failed and you can't do this. Instead, encourage people that that's normal human behavior. We all you know go off track at times. We all fall off the rails, but then we just pick ourselves up and carry on moving towards the goal. Getting to a goal is never easy. It's never simple. There's always going to be like speed bumps along the way. So if you go off, off piste, just bring yourself back and start again. Give yourself a little pat on the back and carry on. Because that I used to really battle with that. My old self, if I failed at something, it was very easy for me then to just kind of lose all motivation and just give up and mm -hmm. just, you know, convince myself that, well, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do the smallest of steps. So I clearly can't reach the end goal kind of thing. And that isn't at all how it should be. It's going to be a challenge to reach any goal. Otherwise, it's not a goal, right? You've got to work hard to get Definitely. things. So going going off track is totally normal and natural. And you just pick yourself up and carry on going. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, we always want everything now. We want that instant gratification. But just remembering that 1% rule, that if you improve by 1% every day, when this time next year, you're going to be 37 times better off than when you started. So you apply that to anything, any goal you have, and just that 1% a day. I mean, it's very small, but it's it makes a massive difference. It makes a massive difference. Yeah, agree, agreed. And it, but it, 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 it seems like such a small change to make, but it actually has so many positive like knock-on effects. You know, yeah. you just change something slightly like say I'm going to make myself, uh, I don't know, like a comfort meal or something of mac and cheese or, or whatever. And instead of using dairy, I'll try maybe do like a vegan alternative to just to make it a little bit light on my stomach or something. But, you know, normally I would have just gone, well, I'm going to have the mac and cheese. I may as well just have the mac and cheese and go full hog. Yeah. But now I'll think like, okay, well, let me just make it 1% healthier and and see where I go with that. And normally I land up like, you know, that 1% rule becomes sort of like a 10% rule because yeah, it, it follows you through the day in all of your sort of decision-making and, and yeah, it's just really helpful. And that goes with what you, you said earlier, you know, some days you're going to be up and some days you're going to be down. Don't get disheartened on the days you're down because on the days that you're down, just know that maybe the next day you're up like 10%. Mm. You don't, it, it's not linear. So don't, yeah, yeah very not true. Getting disheartened. Good one. Very true. And the other the other takeaway from this is don't sign up to a gym on January first. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Save your choose money. A different time. Spend it on booze. Choose, choose a different resolution <laughs> and sign up to the gym at another point in time <laughs> where you're not likely to get bamboozled <laughs> by, yeah, by clever absolutely. marketing. <laughs> yeah, and low self-esteem after and eating. And don't ever buy a gym membership time. from one of us. <laughs> no, don't. We'll take you for the biggest ride. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. Jones, right. enjoy your Christmas party. Thank you. I'm um, most looking forward to moisturizing some my ice face on your face. Yeah, oh, God. I don't know what to do for this face. Google it. <laughs> Google got you in this mess. It can get you out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm too scared to try a Google um, quick fix for retinol. <laughs> I'm too scared. <laughs> or I'll probably land up like going to the Christmas party with like yo a yogurt mask or something. Yes. No, I'll deal with well, it after. Yogurt's going to help. Yogurt's got to help, right? It's got got to help something good in it. <laughs> Coconut oil, maybe. Mm, mm. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Oh, okay. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Happy we'll New Year, everyone! <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> Have fun setting those resolutions now. <laughs> you can do it. Go small, baby <laughs> ones. Don't go large. Go very, very small. The end. No, but this is good because our podcast is just going to be a lot of a lot of ramblings and a lot of laughter and a lot of informa helpful information in between. A lot of helpful information in between. Yeah. yeah. Most of it's going to be ramblings. 